people don't give shit. <laughs> We're giving them the business. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of College Football Extravaganza, this time on the Swamp Creatures Network. It's our debut here. Um, thank the Swamp Cast crew and the Swamp Network for having us on. We're also streaming back on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network, so give us a like and subscribe also. Um, and we'll get the technical difficulties worked out later. I, I can't. I like had to not stream to one of our one of our outlets instead because i had to add them so we'll get that all figured out but we're on the youtube and the facebook so that's good enough we got enough people um davis <coughs> and i are back with you for the second episode this week making up for lost time uh what we did on tuesday now we're here to talk about the bowl games the college football playoff coaching changes and the transfer portal davis how are you doing thanks for joining us today i, I know you had some difficulties with cox cable yeah what the hell cox <laughs> you know, knocking out people's internet all throughout the area. But we're here. I'm on my phone. Uh, in fact, I think the internet may be back up, but I'm on my phone. So, fuck it. Here we go. So, uh, yeah, doing two shows this week to make up for the past two weeks where we didn't do any shows. And we have some bowl games that we need to talk about. But more importantly, we have some transfers we need mm-hmm. to talk about. So, let's get into that here in just a moment. Yeah, so... Uh... If you're new to the podcast, we're a Florida-based podcast. Davis got his Gator shirt on. You can see all my Gator stuff in the back with some books. But uh, Emory Jones, uh, looking, planning to transfer at least after the bowl game. So we're saying he's going to play in the bowl game, and then that's going to be his last hurrah as a Florida Gator. At least that's what the plan is right now. How, how do we feel about this? Uh, I mean, Anthony Richardson also not playing – in the bowl game because he's undergoing surgery and he's likely to return as a Florida Gator next year from, from, from what I've, what I've been looking at and paying attention to. Well, what it's, what, so what it's looking like to me is at some point, someone told Emory, look, Anthony's going to be the starter. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson's going to be the starter moving forward. Uh, you know, you can stay or you can go try and be a starter somewhere else. And in today's, college football environment where it's so easy to be able to transfer and often without having to sit uh, and by the way i'm pretty sure that emory jones has graduated from florida or he's about to graduate so he can just transfer somewhere else and go play immediately i mm-hmm. think that's what he's going to do um and coming up to this bowl game where he they say he's still expected to be at the bowl game i guess he'd play because who else would you play? They've only played two quarterbacks all throughout the year. Uh, you have John Kitna's son that you could that you could put in there. And oh, the, oh, uh, he is uh, supposedly a beast too, but he's a yeah, freshman, you know what? freshman. Yeah, he's a freshman, you know, a guy that we could possibly see out there, maybe. And mm-hmm. Who knows? But for right now, I think the future is bright with Anthony Richardson. They need to go ahead and look forward to that because with Emory. It's just riddled, riddled with inconsistencies. The things I liked about Emory, though, were I felt that he was very patient. 
he 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 was not afraid to wait a little bit for a guy to get open but that also was a bad thing for him but he, he also knew he knew when to run and he was a good runner i felt that he read defenses well while running he just didn't read them well while passing mm-hmm. and when you rack up the turnovers that he did passing the ball that's not going to become a winning product clearly uh, but he, he ran the ball well. I do think there are other programs out there that could benefit benefit with his talent. Um, I think he's going to leave the SEC, though. It, it, my prediction is he will leave the SEC. And I also wouldn't be too surprised if he went to a non-Power 5 school. So, um, Justin, who we've had on the show one time, well, two times if you count the ESPN radio appearance, which was, which was awesome. Justin, uh, he's one of the co-hosts for um, – what what is the show called? It used to be your sports show. call. Sports call, yeah, sports call and ESPN Radio. He's been on the show a few times. Sent you over a list of potential places where. <clears> yeah, let me let me find his list real quick. Can you still, can you guys still hear me since I'm on my phone? Yeah, I can still hear you, and I'll go ahead and mention one of them uh, that we were talking about before the show. While you find it, um, you said you mentioned Miami might be a potential landing spot with yeah. Mario Cristobal, and and I think that would be a good spot for Emory just because of the spread offense. It's a good fit. So I don't know if Justin was um, like, if, if that's what made him think he might be a good fit at Miami or if he's just, uh, if he's got a lead or something like that, I don't know. He works for ESPN. So we might, but I think that would be a good fit. I want to hear what the other fits are. And with that, I mean, Florida has a bad history of letting go good quarterbacks. If mm-hmm. we're talking about, uh, Will Greer, we're talking about Cam Cam Newton back in 07. I, I mean, it was Cam's fault, and I don't think it was Will Greer's fault. I think it was McElwain's fault. But do you think this could be kind of a diamond in the rough that needed to be polished a little bit more? Or is it time to let him go? I think it's time to let him go, personally. I, but I, I just don't want a Brock Berlin situation where Miami beats us two times in the next two years in a bowl game and in a scheduled game. You know, I... I think that it was time to let Emory go. I think he was better off somewhere else. Now, keep in mind, he's from Georgia. He's from LaGrange. And would he possibly look into going to a different Georgia school? Not the University of Georgia. They're they're pretty – I think their future is looking pretty bright with the quarterbacks they already have. Maybe Georgia Tech. Uh, maybe, maybe somewhere in Alabama. But here's what Justin shared. Mizzou. I could see that. Although I think they just signed a really good, I think they signed like a top quarterback prospect recently. Uh, like at least a top five, um, Indiana, not a horrible idea. Mm. Uh, Iowa State and Utah, Utah, I think would make a lot of sense. Um, they they run the spread. They, they have had a lot of success with quarterbacks like Emory Jones, guys who are pretty good at running the ball, but have a decent arm. Uh, they've had a lot of success. Utah, I I think, would be a pretty good fit for Emory Jones. Uh, if I could throw out just off the top of my head, just blurting out a couple of teams that come to mind that I could possibly see him going to, uh, I think a school like UCF is a possibility. South Florida. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking non-comp, uh, non-Power 5. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Georgia Southern. <laughs> Bong hits for Cthulhu says, man, almost made me throw up mentioning Indiana. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, it, 
at least he wouldn't be playing in the SEC against us, right? Or like even potentially playing Florida, maybe in a bowl game. But yeah, yep. Great name, great name. By the way, that's, that's hilarious. Bong hits for Cthulhu. Yeah, I know who well it done. is, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge that information. Joey Ferguson also joining us. Thanks, Joey. If if you watch the Swamp Creatures podcast, he's always on the Swamp Creatures podcast. Oh, Joey just typed in the chat. Send him to Willie Taggart. Oh man, no. FAU. I mean, he's staying in Florida. I guess not too far away, dude. I I think Emory. I, I he he will stay D one. I think his talent right now, based on what we saw at Florida, is probably best suited for like a decent non power five school. Mm-hmm. Or if he were to go to a power five school, it'd probably be a school like, you know, uh, North Carolina. Uh, that would might be pretty interesting. North Carolina State, Virginia Tech. So, so basically, the world's his oyster at this point. Is that what you're saying? He could go in a number of places. We don't know yet. We're just kind of speculating. No, I right? think there are a lot of schools out there that want him, but mm-hmm. certainly not like really strong Power Five schools mm-hmm. that you know are I, expected to, to compete for championships every year. He's got to develop his arm and his ability to read read secondaries and and read the D. I, I think I, I I take that back. I think he can read the defense. I think he's uh, the timing. It, it was always an issue. Like he had guys open, he would always throw it maybe a tad too late. And it was yeah, like he, it takes him forever to throw the football. Mm-hmm. Like just just him dropping back and looking and looking and looking, and then by the time he throws the football, it feels like eight seconds just went by. Yep. Speaking of quarterbacks entering the transfer portal, we also have Spencer Rattler from OU. We all know that happened. Caleb Williams stole the show in in uh, the Texas game and pretty much ran with it the rest of the season. Uh, Spencer Rattler, it's looking like he's going to South Carolina. Is that confirmed or is, is it just... It, is yeah, that, he confirmed it? it on his social media. So, so Shane Beamer doing good things in South Carolina. If he can develop Spencer Rattler and and get this guy back to what we hoped he would have been before the season. That's going to be a dangerous South Carolina team next year. I'm yeah, I'd be worried about them in the, they're in the SEC East. So Florida's going to have to play Spencer Rattler. It's it's yeah, it's going to happen. I'm kind of excited about it though. I'm excited too. Um I I, I figured Spencer Rattler was going to go to the SEC. My other guess was going to be Pac-12 because he's from Arizona. Like maybe he'd go to Arizona State or something like that or maybe UCLA. Mm. But, uh, which by the way, we'll be bringing up UCLA here in a moment, but Mm -hmm. you know, him going to South Carolina, I I think that South Carolina has some upside, like a lot of upside. Shane Beamer has done a really good job with that program in his first year alone. And my understanding is the locker room loves him. The, like the, the players love their coach. That's that to me is always a recipe for success. If the players can get along, if the players can get along with the coach, you can build a camaraderie, you can build a successful football team. And now you're adding a really good quarterback in the mix. Uh, And they need a quarterback. They really need a quarterback. They bounced through a lot of quarterbacks last year and they still won some ball games. I, I I like this fit. I think he's going to start immediately. Mm, And you know, I think you're looking at at least eight wins, possibly more for South Carolina. So this is a really good grab for them. Yeah, no, really good grab. And I, I second what you said about 
about the coach Shane Beamer. I think the locker room does love him. And unlike Urban Meyer, which we can we don't have oh, to God. talk about. Apparently he he um told Josh Lambeau, who's the kicker for Jacksonville, he he said, um, fucking kick dipshit or something, something along those lines. And or make your kicks. Make your kicks or something and just kick. Urban Meyer, there's there's stories, even if you want to talk about South Carolina, Steven Garcia went on record. Uh, it was during an ESPN interview or maybe a CBS interview saying that Urban brought him back when he was recruiting him. And he was like, quit fucking around. Just, just commit to us. Steven Garcia went on to beat Florida two or three times in his South Carolina Gamecock career, by the way. So Urban Meyer yeah, eventually got kicked off the team after he had like nine suspensions. Yeah, what I mean, what kind of what kind of uh, year is Urban having? He's he's got caught got caught touching some butts in a bar, maybe even a little bit more than touching butts. He, he, I mean, we we don't know, but he's doing you know, this. See, no, uh, he's not well, going to be there. Started right? with him he, at the bar fire? with a girl. The way I love how they report it. Girl <laughs> was dancing really close to his lap. Like that's no, just how they keep reporting it. It's so funny every time they do it, dude. She was basically she was giving him a lap dance, okay? She was yeah. giving him a lap dance, or she was grinding on him while the song was being played. His hands were very close to her. Yeah, he was finger uh, popping her butthole or something like that. That's yeah, there was, that. Uh, there, was that. there was that. There was before that. that. Like he hired a coach that has like a racial background, like a fairly racist background, is my understanding. Uh, that guy resigned. Then the butt incident. Uh, and then, you know, one, he just wasn't winning football games. He wasn't listening to his star quarterback or his star, his franchise quarterback when his quarterback says, hey, we need the best talent on the field, and James Robinson is the best talent on the field, and James Robinson never plays. And then he says, well, it's not on me. It's on the assistant coaches. So now he's blaming his assistant coaches and not taking any accountability. He, like, doesn't even know what his players are doing when they're on the field or when they're off the field because one – reporter asked him about a certain player and he's like oh yeah he's getting playing time and like that player that he was talking about literally took zero snaps the entire game mm. i mean so yeah, there, he and then of course the kicking incident uh the uh, marvin jones storming out of practice and then having to be persuaded to come back it was a horrible horrible look for him and it's not the first time that uh you know a successful college coach can't make the same transition to the pros and in this case, he literally set the bar for how terrible you could be as a pro coach. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good comment. Can you hear my soundboard? Because I accidentally hit a hit a button just then. Could you hear that? I did not hear your soundboard, no. Mm-hmm. If anyone's in the chat, let me know if you hear the soundboard or not. Because that's what we're trying to do. Let's... I thought this was America. Huh? This is oh, yeah, I heard that. Oh, yeah. No, I thought this was America. Yeah, y'all hear that one now. Yeah, I turned it up a little bit. Okay. Um... Yeah, speaking of quarterbacks in the transfer portal again, like you said, we, we were going to talk about UCLA and Chip Kelly over there. Um, Dylan Gabriel from UCF transferring to UCLA. I think this is a good move. Dylan Gabriel's a talented quarterback. Why why do you think why why are we transferring? Why do you think we're transferring? Do you think well doesn't doesn't th- want to garden? Well, you okay, so there's a couple of ways I'm looking at this. One is He's a very talented quarterback that can go that can do better than UCF. Uh, he's from Hawaii, and no surprise that he wants to be on the West Coast. Uh, it looks like Chip Kelly is st- he's staying at UCLA. I know Oregon 
tried to get him to come back. At least those were the rumors, but he's staying at UCLA. He runs a very high-powered offense. They move quickly, and uh, Dylan Gabriel can move the ball quickly. Uh, now, one thing about the quarterback situation there is I believe they have a quarterback who's returning for his junior year. So, like Dorian Thompson. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to have a quarterback competition. Uh, I think that Gabriel is a winning quarterback for sure. He he puts up numbers like crazy. Uh, you know, and, he, and like a lot of quarterbacks, he got hurt. He probably would have regained his job if he stayed at UCF, but he looked at this as an opportunity to hit the refresh button. Uh, and I'm pretty, he can play immediately. He only played like two games this year. My understanding is that he should be able to play like immediately getting to UCLA. So uh, good pick for him. Uh, I'm curious if it'll work out. I'm not as, I'm not as like hyped on it as I was with Spencer, Spencer Rattler, mm-hmm. but you know what? Good luck to him. I'm pretty hyped about it. I think it's a good fit. Um, I think Gabriel's got a better better arm than Thompson does. It, it, Dorian Thompson. I think I think that's the name. I'm, we're going to go with that. I'm pretty sure it's the name. Yeah. So I, I like Gabriel's arm, and he's got stuff. He's got magical stuff he could do with his legs. I think that's that's the Chip Kelly prototype, right? That's, that's what he wanted. That's what he had back at Oregon, back whenever he, he was in his glory days of college football, I think. And UCLA was looking good early in the season. Later in the season, kind of sputtered out. Lost a couple games. They shouldn't have lost to Stanford and different teams, but I it, it is what it is. That's been the Pac-12 for you, though. You know they. Oh, let, me, let me make you sure know, you have teams that come off really good. They look good. There's promise, and then they just fall apart at the worst, most random times. So uh, them, the Big Twelve, they they all do the same thing every year. They beat you Stanford. Can't bet on them. They beat Stanford. I'm gonna correct myself there. They lost to Fresno State. That was the game they they should have won, but Fresno State was also good early in the season, and you know we didn't we didn't know how good LSU was. They ended up beating LSU. They they lost a couple games they shouldn't have lost, and I mean they lost to a good Utah team too. I I think they're going to be pretty good next year, and with Dylan Gabriel at the helm, I think they'll be a little bit better than they were last year at least at least. And uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Mr. Bong hits for Cthulhu for the, uh, for the, for the sound check in the chat. <laughs> All right. One more quarterback, uh, we thought was transferring. He's going to stay at LSU with Brian Kelly, uh, miles Brennan, Max Johnson going to transfer. I'm more interested to see where Max Johnson's going to go. And if he follows his daddy's footsteps and goes to FSU, that would be pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I would be excited for that, even as a Florida fan. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who knows where he's going to go? What do, do you have any thoughts on Max Johnson? I think he's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah, um, I, you know what? Uh, another, another surprise transfer for me. Another surprise transfer that he decided to leave LSU because that's a lot. That's a lot of quarterbacks they keep losing. Um. Florida State, yeah, I mean, I think that they're going to ride with Jordan Travis. I, I think that he's won that job. I think he's secured that job right now. But, you know, would if he goes to Florida State, that's not a surprise. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's another Division One, like a good Division One program out there that would want him. Florida State would, in a way, make sense. I just think that the quarterback position is held down by Jordan Travis. So, uh, you know, I don't really know where he's going to go. FSU Frankly, Joey. I have no clue where he's going to go. FSU Joey, as not to be confused with our FSU Joey, says JT's the man. So, I, I mean, I, I like Jordan Travis, too. He's good. It's just, can he stay healthy? That's the only thing. Yeah. We do and, need a and, backup. And, and Joey yeah. says, you know, we need a backup to JT in case mm-hmm. he gets hurt. Uh, yeah, but Max Johnson's not going to transfer somewhere. You to don't want a backup. backup. I think he's going to try and go somewhere where he believes, like wholeheartedly. You know, he has the opportunity to be a starter. So Kentucky, I, I just don't know if Florida State's going to be that destination. Shit, he may transfer. He could go to Kentucky. Yeah. All right. Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's all. That's all I'm going to cover on the transfer portal. Uh, for today, I think we spent a good amount of time on it. Um, so be looking for these quarterbacks in these new in the on these new teams next year. So next, we're going to go to a video clip. If you watched the Tuesday show, um, you would have seen us talking about this and heard us talking about this. But I, I want to go to the actual video. I don't want to play too much of it. Let's see. I'm trying to get. It, I'm trying to get it right. So this is the Travis Hunter, um, Jacksonville State pick from yesterday so jackson state jack sorry jackson state i always get those mixed up but you guys you can see it yep let's see let's get the sound on oh that's super loud we're gonna we're gonna not we're gonna not that the officer's interaction with the teams had the possibility there we go so he puts on the floor state hat everyone thinks he's going there we just had reports earlier. Look at how he caught the hat. That's how he's going to yeah, be catching ball catch. for Jackson State. Yeah, this is this is huge for HBCUs, uh, and and maybe even a trend-setting moment for for HBCUs. But I don't know. It could just be Deion Sanders. You know, I it's a uh, it's one of those things where we'll have to wait and see if if he goes this direction and more top recruits start going this direction. Is it a new trend? It could be. And, and, and then you're going to have to get used to seeing new logos at the top of these recruiting classes. Um, I'm looking forward to watching him play. He's the number one recruit in the nation. He plays both sides, offense and defense. I wonder if they'll let him do that, but it's something to be said about Dion and FSU, right? There's a lot of FSU fans who were salty about it. And I know we both wanted to talk about this. Um, this, this was a post I saw on, on Facebook. Oh yeah. I saw that too. Oh, this one. So (laughs) this guy said, this is his most prized possession, Deion Sanders. And he hopes they, they unretire his number because of what he did. This guy is so invested in Florida state football that he doesn't care what Sanders has done in the past saying he hasn't brought money to okay well he did what he did at FSU and he did what he did in the pros that brought people to FSU for sure so it did bring money to the school in a way he doesn't have to donate his money to the school he's already done his part he didn't get paid while he was playing at FSU did he no he didn't but this is tragic this is terrible behavior I would have taken that jersey this is a great 
a great piece of sports memorabilia to have. Yeah, I know you had something to say about this too, Davis. Yeah, well, that guy's going to regret burning that jersey here shortly, mm-hmm. especially like let's just say Florida State two years from now they want to go big money and in investing on a future coach, and they decide let's go get Dion, right? Like, come on, man. Like, I think I I realistically could see Dion coaching Florida State in the future, so that guy's going to regret that. Uh, but also, just to go back to the point of you know him managing to get this recruit and bring him into Jackson State, how huge is this for HBCUs? For one, that you know a player to that caliber says, you know what, like I'm going to pass up the big time schools like Alabama, Florida State, Auburn, and I'm going to go to Jackson State, where you know you can win a division or an FCS national championship. You can win an HBU national champion championship. But then also you can. Uh, I know he really wants to invest in himself and for his community, uh, his, you know, his background, all of that. And I think in terms of the recruitment side of things uh, on behalf of Dion, this guy, he knows how to talk to his players. He knows what the players want. He knows how to connect with them. And, and the players love that about him. And they want to go to that. And he's a legend. He's, a, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. He's an absolute legend. And he connects with the players to a level that a lot of other coaches can't connect with. Like, this guy's going to continue to get really good players and put HBCUs like Jackson State on the map. Now, can that success be sustained in the long run uh, at Jackson State? I think at some point there's going to be another school out there that is like Florida State that has a way bigger budget and they're going to go for him, and I just have a hard time believing that he's going to say no to that. Now, he, he doesn't necessarily need money, but if these big-time jobs are calling for you and they're offering big-time money, wouldn't you take it? Mm, yep. So Joey's in the chat saying Neon Dion plus 1.5 mil. I didn't hear about this until today. Um, I'm looking at it now. It, it's looking like via Bleacher Report, Deion Sanders is denying that um, he, he got um, Travis Hunter – a $1.5 million NIL contract. So he's saying it's not true. Uh, he quoted, he did a, looks like he did an interview with ESPN about it, saying that's the biggest lie I've ever heard. But uh, who knows? I mean, who knows? He, he might just not want it to shine. I don't know. I don't know. He may have, may have not. But he's going to make money anyway. He's probably going to make 1.5 mil in NIH deals anyway. Yeah, so, like, this yeah, I mean, he probably no. That's just it, though. He probably did get a pretty big nil deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't maybe negotiated by his head coach, right? I and you got Deion say he's one of the greatest college football players of all time, and one of the greatest pro players of all time. So he's got some knowledge, and he's like, "Hey, you can you can set a trend. You can join me." And I can teach you everything that you need to know. You already got the talent. You just need the professional level knowledge. And I got it more so than Mike Norman. And, and De- Dion goes to say, uh, you know what that means is uh, we just kicked your butt. And uh, what we took was ours. And now you got to make an excuse why why we, we beat you, basically. That's, that's some uh, that's some talking he's directing it back at fsu so i i kind of like it i, I want to see i would love to see uh joey clark's face so i shouldn't use it i should probably not use his last name it's live Look, it's too it's too late <laughs> no, it's too late, it's out there. but, but also 
Like this guy could have gone anywhere. Okay, he could have gone anywhere and gotten a one point five million dollar deal. He didn't need to go to Jackson State to go get it. He could have gone to Florida State. He could have gone. Literally every school in the nation was offering him. He could have gone anywhere, but he went to Jackson State. So I don't think it was about the money. Yeah, no, I I don't think so either. He would have gotten a lot of money at all these other schools. That's a great point. Okay, so enough about that. We did talk about it last show. Let's get to, you know, we could play this holiday music because bowl games always remind me of the holidays. Yeah. So we're just going to go down the line. And I picked these straight up, so I haven't picked them with the spread yet. And a lot of these games, just like anything, no one. So if you get them perfect, I'm pretty sure you get a million dollars on the Capital One Bowl Mania, right? Isn't that the deal? And no one ever gets them. It's kind of like filling out your your bracket for the college basketball, men's college basketball playoffs. You're not going to get it right. No one ever gets it right. So people get close. Um, but it's okay. So you know, you still have fun and you still believe you're the best. Have you made your pickums yet? Uh, not yet, but we can just go down the line. I'll make mine later. I don't okay. have my computer up. So before anything, if you're watching this, like and subscribe to the uh, to the tags down below, the College Football Travaganza tags, Higher Frequency Network podcast, and the Swampcast. Uh, I don't know if they changed their name on, on YouTube or Facebook yet, but we're streaming on there right now. It's the Swamp Creatures podcast. I think we're changing it to the Swamp Network, so it might be that. I don't know if we changed it yet. But if you want to join us, and you want to say, I'm the best, I know more about college football bowls than these two these two idiots on, on uh, college football talk show do, then join our college football bowl mania on your ESPN fantasy app. Just search college football extravaganza. Join. Um, it says max entry. Max entries two, but only do one. I had to do one for my granddad because he is technologically inept so <laughs> there it is we're gonna go down here bahamas bowl who cares all right but we're gonna call it anyway it's toledo minus seven and a half against middle tennessee state 68 percent of people pick toledo to win i'm going toledo i'm uh, going toledo in this game also plus it's yeah. the bahamas bowl i mean i'd want to go to the bahamas so hell yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bahamas always a good time. You get to go to Nassau, you get to go to Atlantis. That'd be cool. Uh, Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina face off. The pick is 50-50. Uh, Coastal Carolina is minus eight and a half to win the Cure Bowl. Yeah, um, I, I love Coastal. One of my favorite schools now, so give me Coastal. I'm going Coastal, too. I just love Coastal. Northern Illinois seems like they have a good team this year, but I love the coach over there at Coastal. I love their whole team. Uh, Grayson McCall, great quarterback name. Love it. The Boca Raton Bowl here in Florida, Appalachia State, minus 2.5 to beat Western Kentucky. And Appalachia State, uh, coming off a loss in their conference championship game, might have something to prove. Dude, don't sleep on uh, w- uh, Western Kentucky by any means. I'm, I'm taking them. I, I know they're the underdog. I'm taking Western Kentucky in the upset. All right, good. That's one difference we have. I'm taking the Mountaineers. That's cool. All right, Celebration Bowl. We were just talking about you, Dion. Uh, minus 11 and a half. You're 11 and one on the season, and it, it's looking like 79, 80% of fans are picking you to win this game against South Carolina State. I got to pick I mean, you too. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah, dude! Give me, give me Jackson State. 
This is a this, this they have never played in this bowl game. Uh, they won their first conference championship since 2007. Give me Jackson State. Nice. All right. New Mexico Bowl. Uh, University of Texas El Paso has to travel a little bit. Um, not too far. Fresno State's making the trip down there. Fresno State, 14 and a half point favorites. Uh, but 44, only 44% of people are picking them. Maybe they're no, maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe someone got hurt. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea, but I'm going to go ahead and take Fresno State anyways, based on mm-hmm. the little I know about them. Cause I definitely know nothing about UTEP. Yep. I'm going to take Fresno State too, but I'm going to circle that one and put an asterisk on it and maybe uh, maybe go back and change it. You can know, these are always changeable. It's not set in stone once you pick them. Not until uh, yeah, not until they play. Not until they play. So you can always go back and change your your uh, picks for the bowl. Independence Bowl, uh, BYU and UAB. This is an odd matchup. You never get to see that. UAB always love to see them in a bowl game after what their football program has been through historically. They got they got a really mobile quarterback though. I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago. This guy like juked an entire football team. Made it look like they were in high school. It was absolutely insane. Which, which team was BYU. this? I, I don't BYU? know. BYU? Uh, not BYU. UAB's quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I know nothing about UAB. Uh, obviously, uh, if, you, if you've if you listened to this podcast enough, you, you know that my uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law, he plays for BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a quarterback. They actually just flew into Shreveport. They're in Shreveport now, him and his wife. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take BYU and Rhett, I hope you see the field cause hell yeah. But in the meantime, uh, BYU does have a pretty good quarterback in their own. They have a good team in general. I take BYU. Yep. I'm taking BYU too. That's the set. Are you going to go, are you going to go check it out? Since it's non-treeport, man, it's too far. Too far. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Next bowl, Lending Tree Bowl, Eastern Michigan and Liberty. This is near about 50, 50. It's 49% picked Eastern Michigan, 51% Liberty. Both teams are seven and five. Yeah. Liberty. I'm going to go Liberty. I think they had a great start to the year. They unfortunately fell, uh, they, they fell down towards the end. Malik Willis. I, you know what, actually I don't have confirmation of Malik, Malik Willis is going to play or not. Because he is right now projected to be a first-round pick at a, as at, you know as a quarterback and oh dude <laughs> you see me saying soakers the soakers he got you I, I get in trouble if I go liberty one hundred percent but no I'm gonna go liberty but that's only if Malik Willis plays if yeah. he doesn't play I'm going for the other team yeah I don't think he's so put an play. asterisk on it also. Yeah, I'm going to circle this game also. If he plays, I'm going Liberty, just like you. If not, I'm going to switch it to Eastern Michigan. Um, okay, this one's kind of tricky. It's the... how Jimmy Kimmel get a bowl? This is when you know you you got you okay. money backing you. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, which I thought he was in New York anyway, but I guess... No, he's in LA. Okay, well, Utah State and Oregon State... Oregon State is minus five and a half favorite Vegas odds on the spread, but 75% of these Bullmania guys are picking Utah State. And remember, we're picking spread. We're picking spread here. Yeah. Wait, who, who's Utah State playing? Oregon State. Yeah, give me Utah State. They are a pretty decent team this year. Uh, and by the way, there's a little bit of a backstory in regards to how Jimmy Kimmel ended up with 
a uh, bowl named after him. It's because like he he said a long time ago that it was his dream to have a bowl game named after him, and so it was like gifted to him in a way. Hmm. Something like so that's just that little FYI. That's how that worked out. Well, you know, this is the first. This is his first first time in a bowl game because I don't remember this last year. No, um, it is first time. Yeah, honestly, that's I like that matchup. I'm surprised LA didn't get a bigger, uh, you know, bigger teams. But you got a team from the Pac-12 that, which makes sense, and you got a Utah State team which has been doing really good things. They're ten and three on the year, so yeah, they're a good. No team. one wants to play them. Yeah, they're a good team. I got Utah State. Um, not to just cover, I think they're gonna win. Uh, that's just that's just me. Uh, okay. Billy Napier's old team, Louisiana, the conference champs of the Sun Belt, playing Marshall. They're minus six and a half favorites in the New Orleans Bowl. So they got to defend Louisiana. Uh, I think Louisiana is going to win this ball game. Uh, although I will say, according to uh, Joey Ferguson on here, pick the opposite of me. You know what? Not You're not really wrong. I've had a horrible year on my picks. I've had a terrible year on my picks. It just hasn't been my year so far. So... Hey, maybe go against what it is I what I'm picking, but at least for this one, go ahead and pick Louisiana. Yeah, I'm picking Louisiana too, and he's right. You have done absolutely atrocious this year. I don't even want to bring up the the spreadsheet; it's pretty bad. But it, I'm gonna have to hit the reset button for next year. Yeah, it's bowl season, and you know we're going into the new year, so hit the reset button, like you said, and we'll we'll do fine next year. Uh, all right, Myrtle Beach Bowl. Tulsa and Old Dominion. I always forget uh, that the Tulsa. country. Yeah, I always I'm going Tulsa. I always forget that the country band has a college football team. That's that's uh I, I never pick Old Dominion. The only time I paid attention to them was when um, they upset Virginia Tech, and I was like, damn, Old Dominion's good this year. I think it was like 2018. It was a pretty good game. Yeah, that I think that was when Taylor Heineke was their quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe maybe Old Dominion's building a program there. They're bowl eligible, maybe for the third year in a row. I think. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, they're doing good things. Six and six, they made it. So Joey was saying, Joey, our co-host was saying there was a lot of six and six teams, and so leading into the Florida Florida State game, he was saying the loser is not going to get a bowl game, and he was right. The loser didn't get a bowl game. Too bad it was FSU for you guys. Sorry. Um, Kent State and Wyoming in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Kent State oh. seven and six, Wyoming six and six. Uh, Wyoming's minus four and a half favorite. Yeah, I love this bowl game too. It's just the it's the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and, and the winner gets like a whole sack of potatoes. Like, <laughs> hell yeah! Imagine getting hit in the face with a potato. Ah, uh, uh, well, get knocked out cold. Uh, I'm gonna go. You said Kent State against Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, give me Kent State. I think there's an upset there. Mm-hmm. I got Wyoming in the straight up one, but in the spread, I'm gonna pick Kent State as well. Fifty six percent of them picked them. I'm gonna go with that. Um, I've seen a couple highlights from Kent State. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more research on this, but you know, who cares? I'm just gonna roll with it, pretty much. Okay, your team, UTSA, twelve and one. They are minus two and a half favorites in the Frisco Bowl against San Diego State. Fun fact: Yeah, David's getting married near San Diego. In about, I am getting married near about, San Diego. I'm actually getting married not too far away from San Diego State University. But 
I think San Diego State is just going to steamroll over UTSA. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, like, let's just say UTSA, like, forces a stop. Like, San Diego State also has, like, the best punter in the entire nation. And who can just bomb the football and put UTSA in dangerous territory. So I think San Diego State should have this one. This is actually a pretty exciting bowl game in a way to watch. I think you, I think San Diego State should absolutely handle this one, though. I got San Diego State too, but I'm surprised you're not rolling with UTSA and the Roadrunners. The whole I'm not. Way. They lost, man. I, I I I unsubscribed from them now. Unsubscribe from the email list and all. I'm tempted to go UTSA just because you did that, but I'm not. I think San Diego State's a better team. Okay. So Army coming off a loss to Navy. We're here in Pensacola. It's a Navy town. Go Navy. Uh, And the Armed Forces Bolt is taking on Missouri. And they are minus three and a half favorites. I'm picking Missouri. I'm picking Missouri here. They're an underdog in Vegas. And the fans are uh, are picking Army to win too. I think Missouri's played better competition all year. Yeah, I, I'm taking it. I'm taking Mizzou in this one also. Like, mm-hmm. give me the points. I think that they're they're I think they're just going to move the ball a lot easier. Now, one thing I think Missouri will struggle with is that option. I I, I think a part of me thinks this has the potential to hit the over. So I'm taking the over and I'm taking Mizzou. I think that's a good a good analysis there. Um, just because of the triple option, if you don't. If you're not playing disciplined football and you don't, you're not playing assignment football. You're gonna miss tackles, and Army's got a, a very very fast quarterback, very very fast guy at quarterback. So you gotta be able to contain him. Uh, and I, the thing about it is, if you have a long time to pre- to prepare for the triple option, you know what's coming at you. You just gotta replicate the speed of it somehow. Yeah. And so if Missouri can do that in practice, I think they can win the game. I think they can. North Texas and Miami of Ohio. Who cares? In the Frisco Football Classic. Wait, didn't we have we got multiple Frisco bowls apparently? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, give me give me North Texas. Miami of Ohio is minus three and a half favorite. Sixty-five percent people. I'm going North Texas. I'm going North Texas. Miami, Miami of Ohio, you're the fake Miami. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that again. But I do recall Joey saying that Miami of Ohio was doing pretty good this year. I have not paid attention. So I'm going to go with North Texas, like I originally said, and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. This one's for us, Davis, uh, in the Gasparilla Bowl, which is pretty cool. It's right there in Tampa and Florida. Uh, UCF doesn't have to travel that far. Florida doesn't have to travel that far. Florida's minus six and a half point favorites over UCF. And uh, 59% of people have switched. It, it was it was 50-50, and now 59% of people are picking UCF in the spread. Yeah, what's the spread again? Six and a half, minus six and a half for Florida. Oh yeah, give me UCF. Um, I think Florida can win the ball game though. It's gonna be ugly. Uh, just want this year to be over, basically. But give me UCF to cover. I'm gonna be biased here. I'm gonna pick Florida um, because of the way they played against FSU. If they play 
that way against UCF with um, Emory Jones. If Emory Jones has a good game, then I think they can win, uh, depending on how many players actually play. Because last year, Florida had 20, I think it was 22 players. Most of those starters sit out in a New Year's Six Bowl against Oklahoma. So no telling who's going to play in this game. It might be one of those throwaway games, but go Gators. Hope we win. All right. Hawaii Bowl. Memphis traveling all the way to Hawaii. Hawaii defending its own. So are you bummed out that every year Hawaii gets an invitation to their own stadium to play in a bowl game? You know, you'd think Hawaii would be bummed out, but maybe just from a logistics standpoint, they don't have to travel that far. And for the other team, it's like this is a vacation. Like we're going to hope we're going to Hawaii. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think Memphis gets the win here, uh, but watch out for Hawaii. I think they could they could pull something out. It's minus four and a half for Memphis, so that's I'm going with them. Yeah, I think that yeah, I think that Memphis is going to win this ball game. They're a decent team. Memphis has had a pretty decent team the last couple of years, so mm-hmm. uh, give me Memphis. Georgia State and Ball State in the Camino Bowl, and once again. Who cares? I'm just going to throw a pick out here. I, uh, I'm going to go. I, you got to throw an underdog pick every now and then. Um, I think I'm going to go Ball State here. Yeah. I'm going to go Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Georgia State's a better team. I know they are. But you got you you got you to gotta be strategic about how you do this because you're not going to win them all. You know you're not going to win them all. If you go with your gut, 100%. Well, at least we know one of us is will be right. Yeah, yeah. All right. The quick lane bowl, uh, Western Michigan and Nevada. Nevada's minus six and a half. Yeah, give me Nevada. Nevada. They're a good team this yeah. year. Uh, yeah. Their quarterback, although he's not the starting quarterback, one of their quarterbacks is apparently almost seven feet tall. I saw that. He's ma- absolutely massive. Uh, but he's okay. not the starter. It, it, the other guy who's the starter is like six one. Yeah. Which if I'm if I'm almost seven feet tall and I'm a football player, you're you're gonna be a tight end or wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Or wide receiver. Skinny. You're gonna be catching the football. Right. Yeah, you're jumping. No one can defend you. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of fun. Uh, I'm surprised. Well, I guess I'm not surprised it's not a bigger bowl, but I'm surprised Houston is in this bowl. It's the Birmingham Bowl, Houston and Auburn. Auburn's minus one and a half point favorites here. I'm going Houston. I think Houston's going to win the game. Yeah, Houston is a pretty good team. They're like a two-loss team. Yeah, 11 uh, and give two. Me Auburn. I think Auburn's going to finish the year strong. Nice. That'll be good. That'll be a fun one. All right. The first responder bowl, Air Force. Uh, the best of all the uh, of all the Well, let me see. Yep, Army's eight and four. Yep. The best out of all the military schools is playing Louisville in the first responder bowl. Uh mm. Mm-hmm. That was a tough one. Louisville They're minus one and a half spurts of, of success. I'm gonna go Louisville in this one. Louisville's minus one and a half. I'm going Air Force. I've I've not fallen for the uh, the Joey Clark Louisville picks all year long, and it's it's done me good. I'm going Air Force to finish the year off. This one's kind of fun. The Liberty Bowl uh, for you libertarians out there listening, because I know the Swamp Preachers started that way. So the Liberty Bowl, Mike Leach. Minus nine and a half point favorites with Mississippi State over Texas Tech. Oh yeah, this is interesting. You know, uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, coaching against one of his former teams. He had really good success at, at Texas Tech. Uh, but uh, I think give me um, that point spread is really high. You know what? Give me Mississippi State. They're going to score a lot of points. They're that's gonna right. They're going to put up a lot of yards. Yeah, that's right. I thought this was Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry. I thought- I'm going to make this a lock. I'm locking this one in. Dude, you know what? I never even lo- I never even thought about locking stuff. I didn't even think about it till just now, but I'm locking this one in because I think Texas Tech can't really put up that many points, and Mike Leach and Mississippi State do have the power to put up that many points. Um, so feel free to feel free to like look back and lock one up if you want, but I'm starting now with mine. Um, Holiday Bowl, UCLA and NC State. NC State's minus three and a half point favorites. Sixty-two percent of people picked them. Uh, with the points. Yeah, NC State's going to win this ball game. They're a good team. I I'll, like, lock, I'll lock that one in. Why not? You want to lock that one? There you go. Lock that you got to use them. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going UCLA tentatively. Not going to lock anything in. Not going to do it. Can't pay me to lock this one in. All right. Guaranteed rate bowl. Minnesota minus six and a half point favorites over West Virginia Mountaineers. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think I like Minnesota in this game. Although, uh, I think they're going to win because of their defense. I like Minnesota in this game too. Uh, I'm just going to peek down at some of these other games. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to save my lock. I'm going to save. I'm going to save my locks. But I, I like Minnesota here. West Virginia is a good team, though. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game to watch. It's going to be a fun game to watch. These teams, I don't think, ever get to play each other. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if they have to play each other. Maybe they have. Maybe they haven't. Um, but, yeah. So, you're going Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota. The Fenway Bowl. SMU is minus one and a half point favors over Virginia. And uh, Ole Armstrong. I'm I'm gonna go SMU here. They they're a high scoring team. They win football games. Uh, Virginia Tech also can score. Virginia. Uh, they have a good Virginia. young quarterback at Brandon Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go SMU though. I'm gonna have to look at the schedules. Uh, I'm I'm picking the upset here. I'm going Virginia. I'm going Virginia because it's, it's bowl season, and and I got a feeling about it. I'm not on the Pony Express. That bit me too many times, and um, just not gonna do it. Joey, we'll get to the playoffs, and then we'll uh, we'll get to your question. I'll post it up in the chat. Like I'll post it so Davis can think about it for a second. Side question: Since kids can get paid, should they also be subject to fines for skipping bowl games or entering the portal? Yeah, I'll think about an answer, and we'll get to that. Get to that in. Um, after once we get to the playoffs, a good transition. Okay, old ACC matchup here: the Pinstripe Bowl with Maryland and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's minus two and a half point favorites. Bronco Mendenhall's out. I don't. I don't. I, I'm going Maryland here. They're the underdogs. I I like Tulia Tugavaloa. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I think I like. I think I like Maryland here also. I mean, these two teams are pretty equal, if you think about it. So I yeah, like Maryland. Yeah, I think so too. Virginia Tech just disappointed me every whenever I bet on. I think bet on against Notre Dame, they bit me in the butt. So 
I, I don't. I haven't been paying too close attention to Maryland, but I, I, I'm gonna have to look at it. I got Maryland right now. The Cheez It Bowl, Clemson and Iowa State. Iowa State minus one and a half point favorites. I got Clemson. Clemson's been on a roll. This is a uh, 74% people are picking Clemson, even though they're the underdog. It's only minus one and a half. I think that's why. Yeah, and it's, uh, I believe it's being played in the stadium where Clemson last won their national championship. So, give me Clemson. What stadium? Clemson. I think it's Levi Stadium. In California? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, there you go. Players familiar with the territory. Iowa State players, not so much. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game, though. It's it, It'll be a fun game to watch to see Purdy and, and that offense try and go against DJ Uangalalele and in the club did i just murder his name or did i do it uh <laughs> we haven't been talking about it as much as we thought we were because they you know they lost three games so they're out of the play yeah we haven't had to talk about them near as much but i like clemson in this game i think they're on a roll um also like that brent venables went to oklahoma so clemson's gonna have to fill that spot somehow during the bowl game yeah That'll big hit to their defense yep okay Oh, wait. I'm locking this one in. This is my second Oh, yeah. Second Give me lock. that lock. Let me lock it in, too. Yeah, we're locking it in. Both on Clemson. We just both locked in. You used... Is that your third lock? Is that your that's second, second lock? Second lock. Uh, that's my second lock, too. All right. Alamo Bowl. Remember the Alamo. Uh, Oregon and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's pick 55%. They're minus six and a half point favorites. I think that's accurate. I'm going Oklahoma, too. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Oregon in this one. I'm gonna. Ooh. I think there's an upset there. Ooh. Okay. Oregon's mad at the two losses to Utah. Mad they didn't get that Pac-12 championship. Mad they're not in the playoffs. So you think they're coming out with a vengeance? Okay. That's fine. I think Oklahoma's on the same page though. They're mad they they uh, didn't get it. They lost to Oklahoma State. They didn't get a shot at the Big 12 championship. I think they're two teams who are who are right there. But just didn't get get it, and so this is gonna be this is gonna be a good matchup for players who want to prove themselves, prove to the their selves that they belong in the college football playoff talk or even the conference championship talk. So I think nine times out of ten, Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State. It's 50-50 who wins. Hmm. Oregon, we saw that twice, two out of two times they lost to Utah. So that's why that's why I went Oklahoma there. Um, Duke's Mayo Bowl. This is kind of cool. North Carolina versus South Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is minus five and a half point favorites over South Carolina. Um, I'm going to go North Carolina. Uh, but the, put, an, put an asterisk next to this one, too. That's if Sam Howell plays. Mm-hmm. Because if he commits to the NFL draft, which they haven't projected to still be a first round pick, then there's no way he's playing in this bowl game. So. Regardless, regardless, if if Sam Howell plays or not, I'm going South Carolina. Just feeling it. I'm just feeling it. Music City Bowl, uh, Tennessee, and Purdue. Purdue's I love this game. Get, get that lock button ready because I'm locking in Tennessee. I wow. think Josh Heupel has done a phenomenal job this year uh, with his quarterbacks, uh, with his team in general. Uh, 
uh, Hinden Hooker, transfer out of Virginia Tech. He has done a phenomenal job at the quarterback position. I actually think in the future, Hinden Hooker is going to be a first-round draft pick at quarterback. Nice. I, get I think he has great size. He, is, uh, he has great arm strength. He releases the ball quickly. Um, I, I think that this is a guy that people are going to be talking about moving forward. Sorry, that was a premature lock. There you go. I'll lock it up for you again twice. I'm going Tennessee, too. I agree with everything you said. Purdue showed glimpses of being good. They had that upset against Michigan State. I'm not going to consider that too much into this. I think Tennessee's playing good ball right now. So I'm going Tennessee. They're the underdog. you got to pick some underdog picks in this in this bowl, bowl mania if you want to get any anywhere. All right, this is a cool game and a cool setting. In Atlanta, in the Peach Bowl, we got Pittsburgh and the Kenny Pickett's against Michigan State, who's also had a really good year. Both teams only lost two games. Pittsburgh's minus three and a half point favorites, but only 37% of people are picking them against the spread. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Pittsburgh. Okay. This is a big game right. for them. Yeah, I'm going to lock in Pittsburgh as well. I love Kenny Pickett. They made a whole new rule called the Pickett rule now. So uh, they made a whole new rule because of this kid. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he'll be able to get past that pesky Michigan State defense. Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin, Arizona State. Mm, I, uh, I'm going to go Arizona State just because. Yeah. I think I think Wisconsin is the favorite. They're minus six and a half favorites. Seventy-three uh, percent of people picking them. I'm going Arizona State. Regardless, I'm uh, I'm gonna go. Um, oh fuck! What was the other team's name? Uh, not Arizona State. Uh, Wisconsin. I'm going Wisconsin. They they have had a really good rebound. Uh, they started the season rough. They played pretty good since. Uh, they're really they're running the ball more. Uh, mm. They were throwing the ball a lot. And that was hurting them. They started adding a little bit more tempo in the run game. That's when the consistencies really started showing. So I'm going to go with Wisconsin in this one. Yep. And I might change this one. But right now, I'm, I'm just feeling Arizona State. Because I, I agree with everything you said. They started picking up towards the end of the season. But then they, they dropped the ball there late. I think teams kind of figured out how to stop, how to stop that run. This one's a good one. A lot of people are picking the upset. Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl versus Wake Forest. Texas A&M is 8-4. Wake Forest is 10-3. Wake Forest just came off that loss to Pittsburgh. And Texas A&M is minus 3.5 favorites. By, by the way, uh, one, uh, speaking of Texas A&M, we did not mention Zach Calzada. He entered the transfer portal also. Oh. So I, I actually did not even think about that until you just mentioned Texas A&M. I don't know where the hell he'll go. So, but he played really, really well. He played mm -hmm. really well, uh, and he he started the year as the backup, and he played extremely well. So uh, he could go really to a lot of different places. But um, uh, I like Wake Forest in this ball game. I like Wake Forest. I like Sam Hartman. This is going to be a pretty fun game. Uh, I think a lot of points could be scored. So mm -hmm. give me give me Wake Forest. Yeah. I, I just don't see Jimbo stomaching a loss to Wake Forest. I just don't see it happening just because of his old Florida State roots. I 
I want to pick Texas A&M. Who's going to be their quarterback? Is it their number, their normal, their starter from the beginning of the year? Oh, I'm sorry, who? who? Who's going to be Texas A&M starter, do you know? Since well, it was, Haynes, it was Haynes King that started the year, and then he got hurt, and then that's when Zach Calzada come, came in. And again, played well. He did, yeah. Uh, and they beat Alabama. Beat Alabama, yeah. So... And so, uh, I don't know if they're looking at him coming back and being the starter again, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, uh, with Wake Forest. I think I'm gonna go to Wake Wake Forest too for now, just because we're not. Well, I'm unsure of the quarterback situation there. All right, moving on. Sun Bowl, Tony Tiger Sun Bowl, uh, Washington State, Miami. Mm. Let's go Miami. Miami's. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned this on our last podcast on Tuesday. Uh, Tyler uh, uh, Van Dyke, he has passed for over 300 yards in each of the last five games. That, that's awesome. That's crazy statistics. That's a lot to look forward to going into next season, especially with a win in this in this ball game. Miami is a team to look out for, and I think they gained that momentum by winning this ball game. I got Miami winning this game too. Um, not for nothing, I think they want momentum going into their new coach coaching season. I like I like Tyler Van Dyke as well as a quarterback. He's been slinging the rock. Next game, Arizona Bowl. The uh, Jim McElwain and fighting Chippewas of Central Michigan facing Boise State. I never pick against Boise State in bowl games usually, so I'm going Boise State again, and that's just my rule of thumb. Yeah, uh, bar. So this is the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Uh, oh, I'm so definitely I, can, watching this game. You can imagine that this is going to be loaded with barstool stuff. Uh, though we get in, genuinely, uh, Boise State is the better team. They're going to win the ball game for sure. I'd lock it in if I had a lock to give. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Davis, you didn't get to experience the show when we were just throwing out locks in. If you want to lock it in, lock it in. We just lock in everything now that we've made changes. Just lock everything in. I lock it. Consider it locked. It's locked. And this is going to be a fun day for college football. So this is New Year's Eve. So you got the Wake Forest, Texas A&M game, which we went over. You got the Miami game. You got this game, the Boise State Barstool game, which is just entertaining as a bowl game. And then you got your two playoff games. And before we get to the playoffs, we'll answer Joey's question because he threw it up here. I told him we would. My answer is sort of... uh, libertarian-esque in nature, I guess. I would say that it's whatever the contract says, right? The contract between the player and the school, the player, and the agency, the player, and the company doing the NIH deal or NIL deal, deal, I think it would depend on that. And that's not a for sure. That's not... There should be a punishment. There should not be. I think it's going to depend on the kid and situation and what he does, right? So, and and that's freedom of contract, right? That's that's what you uh, that's what you can hope for if if it's really uh, players get to do what they want to do and they they can have people negotiating for them. I think that's how it's going to be, and I I would like that to be how it, how it is. So yeah, my, uh, answer. my answer to the question. Uh, no, no, you shouldn't find them. I think that that's just the landscape that we're in now, um, because these guys, 
technically aren't professional athletes. They just have the ability to profit off their likeness. Um, since they're not professionals, you shouldn't find them. So mm -hmm. I, I, I don't agree with finding someone who's not a professional. Again, I understand the argument that they are making money. They're probably making more money than some actual professional athletes. But since they're not professionals, I don't think you can find them in that sort of way. So no. Uh, and I and I and I wouldn't agree with it. I think that these guys have the right to decide their future. Um, they don't have a contract that says that they are have they are bound to the school. They don't have yeah. to play football there. And that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think most contracts would say that because when you're signing the name, image, and likeness, I think you're attaching the value to the player himself, no matter w what school he goes to. Right, like Travis Hunter. He's valuable no matter where he goes, even if it's not a D1 school. So I'm I'm on board with you there. I don't think they should be finding these people. I think the word professional now is kind of subjective. Obviously, professional football players are the real professionals here, but these guys are making money for playing football. That's the definition of professional. It just yeah. is. So oh, just I, to I give mean, you a heads up, my yeah. phone's dying. So. Okay, that's fine. We're getting into these playoffs, so we'll wrap it up here shortly. Um, so the first playoff game, Cincinnati and Alabama. I want to pick Cincinnati so bad. Um, Alabama's minus 13 and a half. I think I'm going to pick Cincinnati with, with the spread. I, I think they're going to give it all they got. Yeah. Alabama's beatable. They are. This one's a tough one. It's one of those things where it's like the the super hopeful side of me says, take Cincinnati, take Cincinnati. Uh, then there's that side of, well, what if Cincinnati comes out hot? Like I was talking about on Tuesday, they come out hot, they just keep it going. They could make it really close, meaning that 13 and a half would be really good if you take Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati because I think that they're going to fight like hell. Um, I think Alabama's going to win also because... I think Alabama may get knocked down, but they sure as hell know how to get back up. Mm -hmm. So I think they may get knocked down. They'll get back up. They'll win the ball game, but it's going to be a close game. Yep, I agree with you. All right, uh, same day at night, 6.30 p.m., Michigan and Georgia. Georgia's minus 7.5-point favorites. It 62% of people picking Michigan with the spread here. Look, I think that if we have the same – Michigan team that showed up and took on uh, and took on Ohio State. If that same team shows up, they can win this football game because Alabama's defense made life hell for Stetson Bennett, mm -hmm. and that same defense can do the same exact thing to Georgia. Yeah, Michigan's I think got Georgia is going to win the ball game though. And also another predicament, another pre uh, prediction is I think that. Georgia, if they get in trouble early, they're going to very quickly move away from Stetson Bennett, and they're going to go to JT Daniel at quarterback. Mm, might rattle him. Yeah. I, I think it's going to happen quickly. Like, not not even like national championship, what Alabama did with Tua taking out Jalen. I think that if in the first quarter Stetson Bennett struggles, they're going to move to Daniels and let him take over and see what happens. And, that, and that's if they're tied. Or possibly even Ooh. winning by three. Wow! If they're not that's doing, if they're not doing what they are capable of, they're going to switch quarterbacks, and that's, that's if bold. they repeat what they did against Alabama. 
That's a bold prediction. Maybe even transfer implications if it doesn't happen, right, for JT Daniels again. Yeah. You know, um, I'm picking Michigan with the plus seven and a half. I like them. I like them a lot. I like Georgia a lot, too. And I could be completely wrong about this, obviously. Um, Georgia could come out and spank them. But like, like Dave was saying, if Michigan comes out like they did against Ohio State, I got them. And I think they will. All right. Outback Bowl. You got Michigan, too. You said you got Michigan, too. I do have. Well, in terms of points. The points. Uh, in terms of points. And I'm, I'm going to take Georgia. Let's see. I, I think I'm going to take Georgia. He's sticking with Bennett. Yeah, that's what I that Magoo. That's what I thought too. But I, I think he's I think he's shown that he's sticking with Bennett, even when they were losing the SEC championship game. He stuck with Bennett. Um, yeah, but he could afford to do that. You lose that ball game, you're still making it into the playoffs. You lose this ball game, you're freaking out. So I think that I think the mindset's a little bit different. He's not going to fool around with Beth, with Bennett. If he's struggling, they're going to put in Daniels. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. It's a tough situation to be in too. The stakes are high there, but we'll see. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited for it. We'll move on. Uh, Penn State, Arkansas, in the Outback Bowl. Uh, Penn State's minus four and a half point favorites. I'm going Arkansas. I, I, I just, I'm just feeling them. Uh, I think, uh, I think I don't. I think it's a pretty equal matchup here. It, it is. I, I like Arkansas in this ball game too, mainly because I think the SEC normally plays really well in this bowl game, and also I think the last time Penn State played in this game, they lost to an SEC team. So yeah, or obviously because it's always Big Ten against SEC. Right. But last time Penn State played in this game, I think they lost. So I think they're going to lose again. There you go. Um, this is a fun game because, one, it's a Fiesta Bowl. I always love the Fiesta Bowl. But, two, it's kind of a, a game that we could have in the future. The uh, the six, the five and six team playing to get in to, to the college football playoff. Now, Oklahoma State's not there anymore. They were six inches short of possibly potentially getting into the playoff. Notre Dame's number five. So... Read it how you want. This could be the five and six team playing to get into the college football playoff here. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I got. I'm going with Notre Dame. I'm going with Notre Dame. They're minus two and a half point favorites here. I'll take a field goal. Yeah, I'm gonna take Notre Dame in this ball game. I'm taking Notre Dame. I think they. I think that they are a solid team. Uh, definitely not a playoff worthy team at this moment but i think that they are a solid team they're going to take on oklahoma state they're going to win this ball game all right citrus bowl we got iowa and we got kentucky kentucky yeah. i'm going with kentucky iowa's been playing shit ball yeah. lately give me yeah i'm with you kentucky most yeah. definitely another kentucky yeah. and a lock and a double lock i'm just gonna lock it up for you i know you want to it's it's minus one and a half i got kentucky all day um Rose Bowl game. This is a cool game. All red. Utah and Ohio State. Utah plus seven and a half underdogs. I'm going Utah. I told you guys on Tuesday I was going Utah. And I've made up my mind. I'm doing it. I don't care what you say, Lazon. Utah's going to win this game. Yeah, yeah. I completely disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to go Ohio State. I think they're going to rebound after their loss against Michigan. Now this Utah team, no disrespect to them. They are a very talented team. They're packed 
10 championship champions for a reason, Pac-12 champions for a reason. Um, but I think Ohio State plays really well in the, in the Rose Bowl. Something about the Rose Bowl clicks for Ohio State. They love the game. They're going to win the game. Utah's first Rose Bowl, by the way. I'm putting that out there. First Rose Bowl. Can't ruin that. You can't your first Rose Bowl can't be a loss. Hey, well then you know what? Like, hopefully, hopefully I'm proved wrong. And based on how I've done this year, I probably will get proved wrong. That was, I mean, everyone's going with Ohio State. I just like the upset here. I like the matchup yeah. with Utah's defense. All right, it's a, it's a, you know what I want for Christmas? I want Cincinnati to, to win over over Alabama. Imagine yeah. Cincinnati being in the national championship. I'd love it. I'd love it. Um, so Sugar Bowl. Baylor and Ole Miss. Baylor, um, Big 12 champions, uh, not favorite in this game. Ole Miss is favorite, minus two and a half right now. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is a good one. This is um, good. One. I think that this, whatever whatever the over is, take the over. Um, Matt Corral, is he going to play in this game? Mm, I don't know. Because he already committed to the draft. He's going to be a first-round pick. I think he may want to play with it. I think he may play in this ball game. Oh, wait, no, I don't think he is. I think he said he's done after the regular season. Well, I mean, if Matt Corral's not playing, I'm going Baylor. Look, I'm going to go Baylor. I'm going Baylor. Um, although I also think that it doesn't really matter who Oldness has a quarterback. I think Lane Kiffin's done a really good job with this football team no matter what. Mm-hmm. But give me, give me Baylor. Let's I don't go. think Matt Corral's playing in this game, but give me Baylor. All right, and... This is kind of sad to uh, wrap up the bowl games. Um, we got we got one more pick after this, but LSU and Kansas State in the Texas Bowl. Uh, give me a yeah, give me LSU. I'll take LSU too. Let's go SEC. Maybe maybe boost the stats a little bit. All right, now who is going to win the national championship overall? Is going to be the winner of Alabama Cincinnati? Is going to be a winner of Michigan and Georgia? I think uh, winner of Alabama Cincinnati. And this is what if Cincinnati does beat if Cincinnati beats Alabama, they get to face either Georgia or Michigan. Georgia, they should have beat last year, shoulda, coulda, woulda by a field goal. So I think they can do it. I'm so I'm gonna take out the winner of Alabama Cincinnati as well. Hey, move here. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I just think that Alabama is is going to win at the right time. I, don't, I hate thinking that way. I hate thinking that way just because I do want them to lose. But I think they're winning at the right time. They know how to win in these kinds of situations. I, I, it makes me almost sick to my stomach thinking about it. I think Alabama could win it all. And damn it, I don't like saying that out loud. Yeah, breaks my heart. Magoo in the chat, you'll be happy. Joey Ferguson says, Georgia for the win. They could. Georgia could come out motivated. I think Georgia is the best team out of all these teams, but doesn't help you if you get behind in a game and your offense isn't built to score points quickly against an Alabama or a Michigan. It doesn't really help you. So you got to you got to control the game from the very beginning. Yeah, that's how Georgia wins. They control the time of possession. They run the ball down your throat. And they play defense. That's what it does. With that. I think that wraps it up. I think it does. Yeah, his phone's about to die. I, that was a great show. Went through all the bowls. I got another, got another bowl. Knocked it all out. out. 
yeah, hopefully I win a million dollars on this uh, Bowl Mania. Like I said, if you want to join us on the Bowl Mania, go to your ESPN Fantasy app and do Capital, Capital One Bowl Mania and then search College Football Extravaganza. You can join us and you'll get bragging rights. We'll shout you out on the show. We'll shout you out anyway in the chat, but we'll shout you out on the show more. And as we progress, maybe we get a lot of people in. Who knows? Might be able to give out prizes and stuff eventually. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, this has been the premiere on the Swamp Network. So, kind of, kind of shitting on the Gators a little bit, <laughs> kind of taking their, uh, kind of taking their butt. But I mean, it might be a good thing. Maybe it's a good marketing thing. Um, but yeah, go follow us at College Football Extravaganza. We usually do weekly podcasts um, within the season. And we'll try and get some recruiting podcasts in the off season and and um, some different things going for you guys. But we we live busy lives. Davis has got a Davis got a wedding to plan and a and a honeymoon now and a honeymoon now. Nice going All to right. Italy. Any shout outs? Any uh, any plugs you want to give? Uh, shout out to this guy playing guitar really loud in my at my apartment complex. You can probably hear him. I can't hear. I, I got the Christmas music playing, so it's fine. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I already plugged everything on here, so you're already following all the networks. Thank you guys. Thank you, Joey. You're always you're always in the chat. Love it. Thanks, Magoo, for hopping the chat. Thanks, D. Everyone, you guys have a good one. Honeymoon is the important part. That's Hell a good yeah, it is. Yeah, it Go is. to Italy, baby. <laughs> I spend more money on the honeymoon than than the wedding. If if it were up to me, you know. Going to Italy? Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. All we're right, going big. We're in, the, we're in the stream.